once upon a time he had very bad teeth and now he has good teeth. That's what money does. I want money teeth. I want money teeth. They have to file them down. Yeah, and they have to file them away in the bad teeth section. I need I mean, to stop you... being fun. Are you scratching something? <laughs> scratching my arm, I guess. I can loudly. hear it. It's so audible.com. <laughs> okay, anyway, let's let's just get let's get started. Is that well, guess, is it still audible? I can hear it, yes. Why? I am lightly scratching. What do you mean why? I can I'm lightly scratching it. my arm. You can't ask why to that. It is the beginning of August, and the world has decided that it was humanity that was the virus. And so the resulting 100 plus degree temperatures on the daily is the fever that shall burn us all away. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's slowly being cast out of the body by its defenses, John. And together we're Henry and slowly being cast outside of the body, John, coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist in order to stay cool, daddy-o. It was the hottest July on record. Yeah, uh, you know what's crazy about that sentence, on record? You know that on record part? That means all of recorded human history ever. Yeah, well, maybe all of recorded, you know, man, maybe it's a cycle. Who knows how hot a dinosaur was? I know how hot the dinosaurs were. <laughs> and ooh-wee. Oh, man. Oh, mama. A wooga, a wooga. Am I right, gentlemen? Have you ever seen, they, they, make, the, the, they, make, they make the skeletons now. They make the dinosaurs now. Yeah, yeah, They yeah, put the yeah, feathers yeah. back on them, but the feathers were actually in the place of those like big fans at burlesque shows <laughs> where they like only show a little like yeah. a, a T Rex is like kicking a leg out from under a big feather fan. It was funny because everyone was like, put, they were putting out these articles like dinosaurs had feathers actually, and I was like, yeah, I know because they had to fan themselves to tease and keep it interesting because they're so attractive. <laughs> Yeah, the people who were really into dinosaurs, a.k.a. Scalies, knew what was going on. Shout out to my Scalies. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Scalies. Apparently the furries have found blue sky. 
Oh, did they go outdoors? <laughs> no, they did not touch grass with their big soft pads. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't be able to feel it anyway. The um, Right? I mean, if the pads are real, yes. But in every other circumstance, no. Uh, and since they aren't animals, they didn't feel it. Now, Blue Sky is, of course, invite only. That is correct. And uh, the uh, phenomenon that has been observed in Blue Sky also fuck all platforms, especially all the different Twitters we have now. Shout uh, out to Threads. Shout out to Threads. It's bad. We'll talk about how we're on it later. Uh, but the uh, the thing about Blue Sky is people have observed this phenomenon where there are like waves of people sending and accepting invites that typically happens when like, one subculture becomes aware of blue sky or one prominent member of a subculture moves to blue sky. And then people start asking for invites. So like uh, it's almost like whole demographics or large portions of demographics are all migrating to blue sky at once in waves. And apparently the most recent one of these is furries. Okay. Yeah. And just to take a step back, and for anyone who doesn't know, Blue Sky is the brainchild of one Jack Dorsey, who was the famed inventor of Twitter, who saw what was happening to his creation. He had he had since sold it years ago or stepped down or whatever, what have you. And it's now is like, oh, let's make a new Twitter, but it's called Blue.Sky or whatever, and it's invite only, and the the thing about this one is it looks like Twitter. Yeah, the uh, the interesting thing I don't know if you know this about me, Jack Dorsey, but I'm a little bit of a little bit of an eccentric genius. I've devised an application that looks and functions like Twitter. Yeah, it's new. I think Blue Sky's only like uh, kind of technological claim to fame is the fact that you can have multiple feeds that are populated each by their own algorithm. So if you're a furry, for example, you could be like, okay, I want all this content to go into feed one, which I'm going to call like my depraved furry shit feed. And then all the liver king videos and sigma male videos. This person doesn't exist, by the way. Uh, and all the like liver king sigma male videos. I like they'll go in. They'll go in my sigma male natural tea replacement feed. And then you can like be in those feeds it's kind of a good idea because if anyone has used tiktok for a decent amount of time you have like three at least tiktok personalities and when something from like tiktok personality g gets into tiktok personality x it's not a good time it's always really jarring when i when i go from like dungeons and dragons content to hank green to just an endless stream of thirst traps that for some reason just keep showing up in my feed and I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I, my TikTok, you know, when I'm, you know, what do you say? Scrolling. When you're talking. Enjoying the web, perhaps. When you're ticking and you're talking. When I'm taking in my, and I'm talking, I'm scrolling through and it's like, you know, classic stuff. Like here's how to save children in Africa. 
Um, here's how you can help all your friends. Here's a video congratulating you for being in therapy for so many years, etc. And then just there's 1,700 videos of people twerking. Yeah. And I don't yeah, know how yeah. they got in there. It must I don't be know like why. some kind of China thing. I don't know. I don't know why they keep showing up. I don't I, I don't know why they're here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just it's a very interesting thing. I do want to circle back mm-hmm. to the very complicated individual that you're describing using <laughs> blue sky. Because I just want to point out um Sigma males, the whole Sigma male or Sigma whatever, the Sigma greek letter designator uh they're supposed to, that's supposed to mean like you're you're kind of like you go out on your own you don't need a pack you're a thought leader not a thought follower and coupling that with uh I, i'm just imagining an individual who is a sigma male but also who's uh inside animal wanting to get out as a wolf and just how <laughs> conflicted that person is because wolves are pack animals but he's a sigma male and can't you see how this dichotomy is just tearing him apart and that's why he's on blue sky because he can put them those two thoughts in their own two separate ec- ec- separate echo chambers yes he, he this person can be a toxic manosphere migtow monster and also a furry which for what it's worth, and I think I've brought this up multiple times, furries, for the most part, very uh, like normal, nice, emotionally intelligent people. Uh, just easy to make fun of them. Uh, I, th- I think of the two people, this person embodies the furry is the nicer person. Yeah, we're not punching down. We're just punching. Except sideways. we're punching down at MGTOWs and Sigma males. Oh, Those but they can, can take it. They're away. pretty, yeah. they're tough. They're tough. They're tough. They ate all those gonads. We're, we're ribbing them, you know. We're 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 sticking it to their jibs. <laughs> we're sticking it to their jibs, and, and you know they they've been eating so many giblets and nards and gizzards that they're they're ready. They're they're so red, <laughs> and they put on fifty pounds of muscle in three months. Oh hell yeah! Now we're talking with dynamite. <laughs> it is fascinating to me that like a lot of this sigma male stuff does come out of the manosphere adjacent MGTOW movement, which I, to the best of my knowledge, is just like a bunch of divorced people, like a bunch of divorced men in their mid to late 30s, early 40s, uh, who carry real, uh, quote, little Caesars taste so good when you don't have a bitch in your ear telling you it it tastes bad. (laughs) Oh, God. Like, uh, real real male in our male interior design stuff. There's a, yeah, there's a whole crowd of, of individuals, newly divorced individuals who are discovering that they, you know, maybe should do, instead of doing some introspection or going to therapy and, and learning to love themselves, they're just loving everything they couldn't do with that pesky woman always nagging in my ear. That is my favorite thing about a certain breed of divorced man. And I'm sure a lot of divorced men are very normal and cool. Uh, I've never met one. Uh, But (laughs) I think that there's like a a breed of divorced man where a, a magical transformation takes place. Where when their marriage dissolves, they don't think maybe a marriage, which is a practice an emotional and physical practice that takes 
attention, thought, care, effort, time. Maybe if that didn't end up working out, maybe all the ideas I had before were right and all of my whims were just what I should have done. <laughs> it's it's um, almost like that personality that caused the marriage to fail continued on even after the marriage was long dead. Yeah, the problems that caused the end of the marriage will continue on in that person's life, whether they know it or not. <laughs> Thank God I don't have a loving partner and friend to keep me from sleeping <laughs> in a Tesla Cybertruck bed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you'd cut yourself in all the corners when you have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom because now you're like fucking 40. Oh, yeah. And the bummer is it does catch on fire sometimes. <laughs> and it is not shatterproof at all. And the fire department just can't put it out. Like the, yeah. the physics of it, it can't. it's a fire that can't be put out. They're like, how'd you even get this Cybertruck bed in here in the first place? And you're like, I don't know. I'm so alone. <laughs> I don't know. I went my own way. I went my own way. <laughs> so sad uh yeah so i don't know if uh hey fam's at home can you tell that it's august the time of no news <laughs> it is it is the news dead time we had a real uh i'm gonna say squeaker in that as we all know no huge prosperous movies are released in august but we had the double blockbusters of barbie and oppenheimer released in the month of july and august is just nothing yeah no I, literally the breaking news of today august 1st is that a u.s ban on popular light bulb goes into effect today oh the incandescent light bulb ban the incandescent light bulb ban goes into effect today so we'll only from here on out be able to purchase LED lights from retailers due to Department of Energy requirements that manufacturers only make and sell energy efficient light emitting diode or LED light bulbs. I do wonder, because there, there are two possible angles you can take to this, which is like, it is a effort to maybe curb energy consumption and waste in addition to protecting a consumer by pushing them towards more like efficient lighting solutions but also like it is i don't know they are more expensive isn't this good for corporations i don't know i'm just asking questions i remember a couple of months ago there was some hubbub and some brouhaha over the existence of natural gas stoves. Do you remember this? I do. It went on for a while. And I'm just wondering why August 1st, the day the ban goes into effect, is the first time I'm hearing about this light bulb nonsense where I'm disappointed. Where are my conservative pundits yelling about light bulbs? Listen, as a gas stove fan, I just got a, a nice revere wear copper stainless steel clad pan to use in my sniff 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 natural gas stove uh as a natural gas stove fan those things should have been outlawed a while ago <laughs> compared to incandescent light bulbs natural gas stoves are so 
bad, even in terms of like energy efficiency, but also like your lifespan and the environment. So bad. Without incandescent light bulbs, how will I have uh, awkward dates at some shitty pop-up restaurant? How will I know that I'm in a mixologist bar if there's not some dumb, long incandescent light bulb hanging over the bar? You're telling me I now have to buy a separate space heater and a light bulb? I can't just wrap my hands around an incandescent light bulb and warm them? I can't screw in a 120-watt bad boy and toast some croissants? I Yeah, I have to get a... a now I gotta get, like, some kind of toaster, too? I'm just saying, I when I hook up my 10 incandescent light bulb rig to heat my house and cook my bread, I feel like an American. Yeah, when when I, when heat is radiating off of everything I use and I'm beet red, I feel like an, you mean to tell me I'm going to go down into a spooky basement, I'm going to turn on a light switch and a flickering Philips hue is going to turn on? Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, sorry, horror movie director. You wanted to use a flickery bulb that doesn't give off much light. Now all you can do is save the environment. What am I going to drill a small hole into the base of, fill with gasoline, and then screw back in, and then turn on to commit insurance fraud by burning down a bar that I own? Exactly, yeah. I mean... I think these cuckoo birds in Congress don't these, know. These PC warriors. The, these, these, woke, these woke people in Congress, all they do is take my incandescent light bulbs and my gas stoves away. They come into my house, John. They come into my house, my well-lit house, and replace my light bulbs in the middle of the night so that I can see. They are brighter, the LEDs. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are bright. They do last. I, I no longer have to change them every couple of years either. So they are. But it's it's my right. Uh, listen, I got to tell you. Here's. People don't want to come forward. With stories like these, I have an incandescent bulb story for you, and I want everyone to take heed. In the new house we moved into, I was going to the bathroom, not pooping or peeing, simply walking into it, and I turned on a light. Who knows what I was going to do after, but I turned on a light. It smelled like ozone. That's weird. Then I noticed one of the light bulbs was flickering. Went up, tried to screw it in. The entire, for the most part, glass case of light bulb <laughs> broke off in my yeah. hand. I was yeah. holding a big hot piece of glass. Yeah. Um, our first, uh, <laughs> our first summer here, uh, we've got these two lanterns out front on either side of the garage door, and uh, one of them was out. So I was like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll screw it in a little bit, see if it's, you know, got loose or something or like if I need to replace it. And I, I simply with thumb, uh, pointer and middle just sort of like, you know, did that three prong kind of like grasp 
that you do with light bulbs. The TPG. A TPG. Uh, So it was like the lightest touch of a TPG and it literally, the glass just folded in on itself as though I was the strongest thing on the planet. And I (laughs) removed just glass shards and turned to to Jamie and I'm like, well, I think we're going to need a new bowl. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, when when the case came off of my, by the way, it smelled like ozone because the filament was just burning oxygen. Amazing. Uh, When that happened, I was like, oh, duh, perfect. You idiot. You grew up in the 1990s and early 2000s. They always, on like Mr. Wizard and shit, it was always take a potato, cut it in half, stick the potato on the glass shard they're sticking it, and then you can turn it. Potato didn't do shit. Oh, shit. Didn't do anything. So I had to get in there with pliers, risk electrocuting myself. And, uh, and and turn it out there. And that's the kind of freedom they're trying to take away from us. They're trying to take away twisting a light bulb in the socket with pliers and almost killing yourself and crushing a light bulb with your bare hands. And, you know, it's, 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 it's the principle of the thing. If I'm going to be in America, I deserve to risk my life. Yeah, listen, do these incandescent bulbs make life more unpleasant and dangerous every day? Sure, but I'm willing to sacrifice the quality of my life and the lives of people for ideals that are ephemeral at best. I'm just saying, come at me, Mr. Biden. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Sleepy Joe, gonna take my light bulb. Guess what? I got a case of 5.56 millimeter incandescent light bulbs in the closet. I'm, you know, I'm just from here on out, the gas is gonna be fully blasted out of my stove, and my, my 10 light bulb rig is gonna be right next to it, and they're gonna be both going full blast 24 7, because that's the way. That George Washington would do it. Full blast all through the night. Doors, windows shut. Hey, the carbon monoxide detector starts beeping. That's just an indication that the government doesn't want me to be doing what I'm doing. I'm unplugging it. I'm throwing it out the window. I'm getting tired. My brain is shutting down. <laughs> oh, oh, you you mean the carbon monoxide detector and the smoke detector, or as I like to call them, a ceiling Nancy Pelosi and ceiling Al Franken? Yeah, you're telling me big brother Al Franken is... <laughs> I don't know if Al Franken is, is still even in politics. I think he left because of a scandal. Yeah, he made a joke where yeah. he honka-honkered, sorry, air honka-honkered a, a yeah. fellow correspondent or <laughs> yeah. something on a USA... Wait, what is it? USO tour? Anyway. I'm going to say... Really, honka honka, you should get fired for that. So justice is working as it was supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're going to be in politics, just don't air honka. Actually, no. Just don't air honka honka anybody. There, fixed it. Boom. Yeah. Solved D- racism. That's don't not honka the honka, joke. Don't air honka honka. Solved sexism. There, boom. Nailed it. Landed it. Really, just don't honka honka. Yeah, unless you're in a car. <laughs> yeah, then you got a honka honka... Them well, horns. there's two acceptable honka honkas. You honka honk at a car because it's not going at a red light, and then you 
you uh you get you get a honka honka burning love of course honka honka burning love honka honka burning love honka honka burning love yeah honka honka burning love i'm you lost me i don't know what's going on you don't know honka honka burning love i have no idea what you're talking about from uh, elvis presley's burning love uh is that a thing yeah it's a song by Elvis Presley. Uh, he was the one who sang uh, Fool's Russian. Mm-hmm. And Blue Suede Shoes, among others. Apparently among Honka Honka what, Burning Love, or whatever you're saying. Uh, yeah, just a hunk, a hunk of burning love. Okay. You'll notice, clowns, we didn't say you could honk your noses, so cut that shit out. <laughs> Stop honking noses now. And in fact, clowns, cut it out. Cut it off. Cut it out. Cut it off. We think you've gone too far from your from your your origins of classical comedy dell'arte clowning. And now it's just a farce. You have a big nose. Please wear a mask and pretend to be sadness. Yeah. Stop being clowns just because you're ugly and embrace that you're ugly. (laughs) I want to say this to all clowns. Yes. You're walking around with big, ugly red wigs, big red noses, huge shoes, suspenders. As an Irish American, you are appropriating my culture and I will not stand for it. Yeah. You tell them, John. Do not take our big alcoholic noses and our awful hair. Back off, clown. Now that we've let clowns and the government have it. Yeah, it's August. The the current temperature <laughs> is somewhere in the brain. I, I'm, sensing, I'm sensing a little bit of a theme <laughs> with this episode. Perhaps that theme is the only thing that Henry has prepared is <laughs> the month that it is. <laughs> it is currently <laughs> August. <laughs> and uh, the temperature was a hundred. What else? What else? It's about eight p.m. <laughs> it's about eight p.m. The temperature is somewhere around one hundred and five, <laughs> and it is the eighth month of the year. <laughs> wow! Really good. Uh, really good, concise stuff. I have uh, kind of a panoply. Is that a word? It's a word. Does it? A smorgasbord. I'm gonna look up panoply. <laughs> I have a, um, what's a... a it's a fucking cal- Pokemon. Calliope, no. You have a complete or impressive... Impe- <laughs> you have a complete or impressive collection of things. Yeah, I have an impressive collection of kind of random thoughts to share. I don't know if they could be full formed into topics, but I did want to get one thing off my chest and actually let people know that something exists and we won't talk about it for a long time. But if we don't talk about it now, it won't be on my mind. What, what is it? Okay. So, you know, <laughs> when you're on Instagram or TikTok, when they have those like ads for games, you know, like the king where you have to move the little gates and he has to get the treasure, but don't get gut by the tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen these, and I think I know where you're heading, but I'll let you do it. Uh, I just want everyone to know that uh, I think D3 Publisher has put out a game for the Switch and PC from Katamari Damacy Creators 
that is a WarioWare style collection of the games you see in those ads that are actually playable versions of those games because when you download the games on your phone or whatever, typically they're totally different things. Like these, the games in the um, in the ads are meant to elicit a certain response. The games are nothing like it. Uh, they recreated a number of these games for real for you to play. And the name of this game is, yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now let's see you clear them. It's a phenomenal idea and I'm glad somebody did it. I'm, I didn't realize it was the monkey ball uh, people, but yeah, for, for nine 99, you can download a collection of those games uh, I believe, wait, do they, I want them to advertise how many games. It's in the hundreds. There's hundreds of levels of such classic gems like get all the cars out of the parking lot, collect money while walking in a straight line and avoiding the obstacles, mix the different liquids so that all of them are in the right test tube. It's uh, hundreds upon hundreds of levels. It's apparently a fantastic uh, investment in terms of time. I will say, quick correction, it's not by the developers of Super Monkey Ball. Uh, D3 is the publisher of Super Monkey oh. Ball. Uh, but the developers, the creators of Katamari Damacy are the ones who made this and then D3 published it. Got got confused since it's by Monkey Craft Kamu Limited. Oh, That's, is it? Yeah, Monkey Craft Co. Limited, the people who did uh katamari damasi oh wow i'm just butchering this but yeah uh, katamari damasi uh that is the same people it's the same people it's the same people they also did uh clona klonoa oh klonoa is great yeah they did klonoa fantasy reverie series oh they've made little witch academia chamber of time oh hell yeah you know about that uh anyway please at your earliest convenience, if this sounds interesting, go, run, don't walk to purchase. Yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now, let's see, let's see you clear them. Available yeah. now on Steam and the Nintendo Switch. Yep. Uh, there's over 8,910,000 different combinations of plates and titles that you can unlock. Oh, I love plates and titles. Yep. I think D3 also published some uh, Earth Defense Force games, so get on that, too. No. Okay. There is only, yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now, let's see you clear them. That is such a great title. I love that. That's right. Once again, run, don't walk to Steam and the Nintendo Store to purchase, yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now, let's see you clear them. That is such a BoJack Horseman style title. It's it's an incredible title because it's got a lot of layers. <laughs> because it, it starts with, yeah, exclamation point. Divorced or anything, I'm on board. <laughs> but but the sentence, you want those games, right? <laughs> it, it, it implies a lot. Number one, that we wanted these, which we did, but they know that they're delivering. <laughs> and then, so here you go, as if we've been asking them for these games and they have to give them to us, but they're yeah. not happy about it. And no, then no, a no. final challenge 
oh yeah, you wanted those games so much? Now let's see you clear them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's very reminiscent to me of the gag on BoJack Horseman, uh, where there's a game show called J.D. Salinger Presents Hollywood Stars and Celebrities. What do they know? Do they know things? Let's find out. It's very much that. <laughs> it's very much in that vein. I love that this exists. I Honestly, I'm super happy to hear that it's by MonkeyCraft, because it could could have been done by like just somebody looking to sort of like cash in um, but the fact that it was monkey craft to me, just they did it a hundred percent for real and they did it to the best of their ability. And here it is. So you like it, right? This is for you. This is what people want. I don't know. It makes this... it, it feels more like a commentary than like a cash grab, you know? Oh, absolutely. It's a commentary and it's also apparently quite fun. Now, of course there are a few of those, um, ad games those uh those fake games featured in ads that i feel like they really could have benefited from putting in this collection such as elsa from frozen giving birth while having dental work performed on her uh it would be nice if it had that game where it shows like a lady and then the lady becomes pregnant and then it's like raise your son will you (laughs) will you kill him or give a prince crown yeah yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so you know, it could have been it could have been the misogynistic games, but I see they went in a certain woke direction with it. Now, uh, I, I respect yeah. that. I do see that they've got the one where you collect money and you can build little stairs out of money to avoid obstacles. But I haven't seen one where you walk through different gates of like times a billion or minus five or whatever. And you have so many things that are like behind you that are being subtracted and multiplied and stuff. And you get to the end and you got to like defeat a thing. I haven't seen, I don't think that's in the collection and that that's a real bummer. Yeah, no, I really do want to play that one. I just hope, I just hope that I can get the king to the cash without pouring lava on him. I know, yeah. Pulling the pins in the right order. It's, I think only like 8% of people can do it. And it's just, it, I, I just try so hard, but the acid always dissolves the little dog before I can get the treasure. Yeah, it's, it's the strongest test only 1% can solve. Having a spouse who, for a short time, uh, worked for like a mobile game company, it's really interesting because obviously they have to make these ads be played in such a way that you want to fix the mistakes of the person that you're watching. Like they're meant to infuriate you. They're meant to make mistakes, but nothing else is advertised that yeah. way. Like there, there's no casino where it's like, can you beat our tough slot machines? I just yeah. show some old person going like, Durr, and they, they, they can't like pull the lever. Right. Yeah, no, it, it, with the same energy as those late night infomercials where somebody struggles to do what, like an everyday normal task, like eat popcorn and drink a soda, you know, one one after the other, and they end up throwing everything on the floor and screaming up to the sky. There's got to be a better way. It's the that's the same vibe as these 
these game things that are just like, oh, what do I do? Do I feed the baby poison? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then, like, I, I just imagine the people who, like, get that ad for, like, feed the baby poison. And then the finger, like, hovers over the save the baby for a long time and then moves over to feed the baby poison. They're like, no, I've got to download this right now to save that baby. Yeah, you got to save that baby because that is a real baby and they will kill it if you don't save it. Yeah, no, it's, uh, this is sad. It is a real baby. Where are you at, pro-lifers? Download the app. Download Prince, Princess Game, the hardest test. Once again, run. Don't walk to the Nintendo Store and Steam to purchase. Yeah, you want those games, right? So here you go. Now let's see you clear them. Now someone just needs to re- to to create a game where I can watch Family Guy clips on the top half of the screen and the bottom half of the screen is like a subway surfers type game where I run through like a subway and collect coins while jumping from car to car. Yeah, no, they they need to make that one for sure. I that one might be a little bit too baroque for me to understand. <laughs> Oh no! That's all my my TikTok is Dungeons and Dragons. Whatever the second thing I said, thirst traps, and then uh, clips of Family Guy <laughs> on the top half of the screen, and the bottom half of the screen is uh, like ge- it looks like game footage, but it can't be real. Of like little characters running along, you know, like like an endless runner game, collecting coins and jumping from subway car to subway car. Um, Oh my god, I gotta I gotta watch this clip where Peter talks about G.I. Joe, but what's this? Yeah, this cool new game. Yeah, absolutely. Who thinks sure. that? I don't know, I don't know, but uh can I can I say uh Family Guy was built for TikTok? <laughs> uh considering it's a series of uh disconnected jokes that really don't go anywhere yes yeah it's it's like glowing up for me in, the, in this digital age because i never i am never curious about what happens next i'm just like <laughs> okay that was actually pretty funny i guess i'll move on with my life my uh my relationship with family guy is i don't really even care what happens first yeah exactly but it's it's fine he fought like I, that chicken right that episode where he fought that chicken god pickle rick remember when pickle rick fought that chicken remember yeah. when pickle rick stubbed his toe and then he went ooh ah for a really long time i think john's having a stroke pickle rick pickle rick Anyway, that's it's what August, John. Run, August. Once again, run, don't walk to the Nintendo <laughs> Store, Steam to see. Yeah, those games. Here you go. <laughs> Wait, you want them? Here you go. Now let's see you clear these games. So, so you're doing the thing that I did, where I had one thing prepared and I'm just repeating it. You're just doing that now. Uh, once again. <laughs> Mm-mm. Okay, no, not, more again, no more no again. More again yeah. No more uh, again. We got to move on. It's August first. <laughs> we have to talk about like the month of August. I do. I do want to say that I did have that light bulb thing. That was, that was pretty good. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's about the point in the podcast where we should start congratulating <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> 
on what we had prepared. I'm going to say at the 66% mark of a complete podcast, we should probably start congratulating ourselves. I just don't want you to forget that I did have the light bulb thing right, in addition right. to my <laughs> other piece of content. You, you did. You did have the thing. Henry, I like to talk about how much I want to talk about model collapse on the podcast, right? What? I'm multiple times on the podcast have been like oh model collapse would be an interesting thing to talk about you know the idea that like since i'm always on that ai tip uh the uh theoretical possibility that as ai models start to get trained on text that's created from ai as they get dumber uh and i keep meaning to do a deep dive on the podcast about this well guess what what Today is not the day that I do that. Okay, cool. However, (laughs) today is the day that I talk about something that you've probably seen pop up across your news feed. Maybe you're you're thumbing through the pages of the Grey Lady or you're on Reddit. And and there's a, a common refrain amongst AI boosters, and that's that chat GPT is getting dumber. Yes, I have seen this, and it was actually re- talked about at a meeting at work I was unfortunate to be in. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I can't imagine what your company had to say about that. Uh, just that, oh, and, you know, I, I heard that it can't even solve math problems. It could solve even just a month ago. It's happening. This is the intersection of two things I want to talk about, the one much less so. The lesser element, model collapse, the idea that AI is getting dumber over time. A lot of people, since model collapse is like a relatively new, buzzy concept, they are saying that this, like, with the release of GPT-4, this, like, chat GPT in dumbening or in shittening, as they call it, uh, is is the result of model collapse. That's bogus. That's model collapse is like a fun theoretical thing that would take years to achieve with AI being much more prolific than it is. However, this is much closer to another thing that I think I have to talk about after I give details on what's happening. Sure. Yeah. I'm game. What's going on? So generally, people have ascribed a certain level of inshittening, which is what they keep calling it. I'm not kidding. Uh, they call it inshittening or nerfing of chat GPT. Uh, people are saying that model collapse is to blame. Some people are saying that there's some nefarious open AI thing that they're like trying to... Uh, like limit its amount of, quote, free speech to make it safer or more PC or woke. Uh, from this standpoint, you can tell that the, the people who hold these ideas are wrong and idiots. Uh, one of these people is Elon Musk, who with his, uh, I believe, he used the gross term embryonic phase startup XAI, because he sucks, uh, is saying like... For his AI platform, they wanted to have full freedom of speech and they want to reach the singularity and create an AGI, an artificial general intelligence that can answer questions about humanity or whatever. 
sucks. Dude sucks. What can I say? Uh, I'm sorry. He's, it, I mean, we, we've seen what he did to the site formerly known as Twitter, now known as X. Uh, <laughs> we've seen what, what his freedom of speech results in, and it's just the spread of hate and discrimination and just the worst people on the internet getting uh, a voice and being uplifted by being able to pay however much money a month to always be on the top of the replies or whatever. We've seen all that. So now you're telling me he wants to take that concept and plug it into AI. So basically what he's saying with his new AI from XAI, which will probably go nowhere. His statement is that saying trying to explicitly program morality into AI is what doomed OpenAI. And also, I think there's kind of an interesting conversation to be had about programming morality into AI. But I think that interesting conversation is actually talking about layers of communication, talking about like personas, information that can be delivered on a prompt, what a mission is when you're delivering information, but no one's going to talk about that because who, who cares? Exactly. Uh, but he leans very heavily on that his new firm wouldn't let political correctness interfere with its products. Once again, wants to create an AGI it's science fiction at this point. Uh, but Peter Wellander, who is, I think, OpenAI's VP, said, no, we haven't made GPT-4, quote, dumber, quite the opposite. We make each new version smarter than the previous one. Current hypothesis, when you use it more heavily, you start noticing issues you didn't see before. I mean, that could be because, yeah, I mean, when all this blew up. When this chat GPT thing came onto the scene, everybody was using it like once or twice and being impressed. And then they were going to write their articles like, oh, it's here. Look, it's, it's smart. It thinks. And when the reality was it doesn't query anything, it's using a, a data database. Uh, it can't get up to the minute information. Heck, sometimes the information is just flat out wrong. Um, but you only notice that when you start trying to poke holes in it and poke and prod and, and find out what, what it's doing, you know? Yeah. And I mean, this is for the past three weeks has kind of been going insane. There's been a paper published by Matei Zaharia, Ling Zhao Chen and James Zhou saying that it's ability to solve complex problems between GPT 3.5 and GPT four is significantly diminished. Uh, and there are, people are calling it to question the rigor of that paper, what it's actually trying to prove. But I think there's something much more simple and central going on that everyone is very familiar with. What? So uh, there, there was a bit of news two weeks ago, and a snippet of that news is, Microsoft Microsoft shares rose as much as 5.8% Tuesday after the company announced a new artificial intelligence subscription service for Microsoft 365. The company will charge users an additional $30 per month for the use of generative AI with tools such as Teams, Excel, and Word. Of course, Microsoft, this is leaving the quote of the article, 
is the far and away the largest investor in OpenAI and has poured like $10 billion into the company. I think what we're seeing is large language models and generative AI are becoming a pay for service. Like yeah, the no. usefulness of these services. Obviously, when you make like an eye-watering public beta for something, like operational costs for ChatGPT must be insane. It's so you can get people to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, every sort of like image generator is behind a paywall now. It's because they're extremely expensive to operate. Yeah, when when ChatGPT first launched free and everyone could use it, you people must have been dreaming to think that this is a public good. It's a thing that will be charged for sooner rather than later. So it's not impossible to think that some of its functionality is being limited. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's a fun little gimmick. Uh, It's. What do you what do you what do you want from it? it but for people who want to use it, I don't want to have to freaking pay for it. No, I don't care to pay for it. I think that it has use cases for for some people that's useful. But I think what people see as this like woke conspiracy is just our old friend capitalism raising his hug his ugly ugly head again. His ugly ugly head. His ugly head. Uh, but also. Uh, when people are talking about the shitting, the, sh- the shitting, the in shitting <laughs> and the nerfing of chat GPT and people are having meetings talking about how it's just not as useful as it used to be. We are entering an essential part of the curve that I have been predicting for a long time. A lot of people are major AI alarmists are like, we need to shut down the development of AI right now, the death of humanity, the societal collapse could be imminent. Those people are silly because the curve of pretty much every technological advancement is there is this massive spike in popularity. And then when people realize its limitations, it goes basically down to zero. Absolutely. Yeah. I I mean, these, these image generators can make some really cool images. What, but unless you have a use case for them, that's all it does. Yeah. Uh, And you know, you can't sell AI generated images because no one cares. (laughs) I think, I think the answer is just like, no one, no one cares. AI was neat and people get really freaked out because it had made pretty incredible strides in a short period of time while people weren't watching it. Right. But now people are noticing the limitations and there are a lot of companies who rolled out generative AI LLM tools to get some momentary boost in their stock price if they're publicly traded, but it's short lived like all almost all technological advancements, there's going to be this initial peak and then we'll return to baseline. And then there will be a new thing later that will make us care again. And then maybe then it'll be a part of our lives. But if you're someone like Elon Musk thinking you can make an AGI, which once again, 
as of this point is total science fiction. Yeah. Uh, you, you are, you are baby brain. You are baby brain about technology. But my, my fridge knows when I'm out of milk. <laughs> my fridge knows when I'm out of milk. Skynet, anybody? Hey, this is just like 1984, my favorite <laughs> sci-fi. <laughs> this is just like 1984. It's, it's just so dumb. And Elon Musk is out there being like, XAI has 10,000 GP, physical GPUs we can use for, for processing. And we're going to make an AG. I'm like, oh, cool, dude. Like saying you're going to make an AGI is basically like saying we have 10,000 GPUs and we're going to clone a unicorn with them. Oh, wow. Like it's, it's just nonsense. It's science fiction. It's, it's silly. Everyone knows it's, you can't just create an adjusted gross income. You can't create an adjusted gross income and God, a national, I mean, wait, no, uh, I don't know. Oh, artificial general intelligence. <laughs> artificial general intelligence, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, you mean like a, um, from a movie or a video game or like a Star Trek? Yeah, that's what's fun about when people talk about AIs or AGIs is the bridge between AI as we know it now, which AI isn't really AI, but whatever. Uh, the bridge from that to an AGI is this thing called a predictive model of reality. Uh, And a predictive model of reality is what, you know, a human brain or a dog brain does, which is like, this is the information I have. And I'm able to run through thousands of potential futures in an instant, weigh their probabilities, and given what I know about the world can predict an outcome. That doesn't exist. Yeah, no. I like mean, the, and and that bridge is fucking impo- not impossible, but it's basically impossible to span. And using something as simple as like the written word with an LLM, you could trick people into thinking something like that can have a predictive model of reality, but it's just fiction. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we don't even know how our brain works. How are we supposed to replicate that in a computer? Uh, but neural networks work like brains. No, idiot, they don't. Yeah, you idiot. We all know how neural networks work. They kind of do, but not... Brains are complicated. And in fact, we don't really understand them. Yeah, that's what I was good at. We're, we're very good computers. We're better computers than any computer that has ever existed. The only thing computers are better at than us is doing math fast. But... I don't have a butt, actually. Never mind. Uh, anyway, that's my thing. Talked about it for too long. Uh, <laughs> so but I'm glad yeah. that we might not have to talk about AI for much longer. Hopefully it becomes like a crypto thing. Like it just goes away. Like all that cryptocurrency went away. Or like those, what are they called? I forget. NFTs. Hopefully, My apes, my apes. Apes gone. Apes gone. Apes crashed, dude. Three million <laughs> apes burnt. Like tears and rain. Oh, the oh, the ape manity. The ape manity for sure. Yeah, I, I'm tired of AI, so we can move on from it. You know, Please. but what what you're saying is, uh, um, people are dumb, right? Is that, the, is that the... I, I'm saying that I'm saying two things. People are dumb, and people are uh, knowingly disingenuous. Both of which are not good things. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, oh, but uh, I just wanted to shout out, if anyone wanted some image generators, you can go to uh, zoo.replicate.dev and uh, somebody, out of the goodness of their heart, has an open source uh, image generation where you can choose from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different types of image creating models. Uh, you, the prompts can get very specific. It's great. Uh, but if you don't, you know, it, it's free. So fuck around with it. Zoo.replicate.what? Dev. Zoo.replicate. Once again, run, don't walk to zoo.replicate.dev and you can generate the image of your perfect wife or husband. Yeah. Generate me a perfect wife. <laughs> Weird science much? Uh, let's see what pops up. Oh, it's. Well, one of them created memes with just gibberish and then <laughs> it's pretty great. I'm just going to go ahead and put in perfect wife. Uh, ooh, interesting. Stable diffusion is what I run. My favorite thing about... Um, <laughs> These are very good and kind my, of sexist. My favorite thing about image generators is when they try to do words on their own and it's just like complete gibberish. That That's my favorite. I um oh I'm gonna play with this a lot tonight. Thank you for the gift. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, once again, that is zoo.replicate.dev. Uh you can't fine tune many of the results, but that if if you're like me, you don't really want to. Uh and you know what? If you wanna if you wanna do anything, just put commas and put in like hyper realistic style, anime style. Yeah. You know what to do. You know what to do. You know you know what to do. And it's I think August first. I think we know what to do. Yeah, it's August first. Uh-huh. It's 105 degrees. Uh-huh. We've heard that before. Get new material. The brain is melting. I think our brains are melting, Henry. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I think our brains are melting, and you can't podcast with a melted brain. They don't allow you. You don't get your license. You don't get your license? B believe me, I had to go through this Texas politically correct Ugh. driver's license program. Yeah. They make sure you know how to parallel park. It is really messed up. I just want to also... Um, Tying into AI, I know this is a charged headline because so much can do on the prompting level uh, that could fix this issue, but a, a headline is making the rounds this very day, August 1st, that an, an Asian MIT student asked an AI program to turn an image of her into a professional headshot. It made her white with lighter skin and blue eyes. I mean, yeah. If uh, if if it's pulling from a lot of like stock images, I mean, technology's racist, man. It is, yeah. It, it aggregates, and aggregates are not endemic or true to life. They are just a, 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 what an averaging of a bunch of different factors, and it's unfortunate that. The, 
these things aren't made with all factors in mind. Why, 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 why are there margins that are outliers, you know? Outside of the realm of science fiction, technology, for the most part, can only be a mirror of humanity until, and until humanity fixes its heart, technology will show us who we truly are. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and I think on that note, there's only one thing left to do in this episode, John. That's right. It's to state the date and the temperature. It's August August 1st. It is 105 degrees. degrees. That's right. The temperature has not gone up or down in the entire time we've been speaking. Why would it? Why would it go? I'm not lying about the temperature. That would be impolite. If there's one thing I know about August 1st or Texas in general, it's always a fucking 105 degrees. That's right. Welcome to the August Times here on Zero Chris. <laughs> yes, our, our new four-part series, the August Times, where it's hot and we don't give a shit. But if you give a shit, you can send us your shit. That's right. You can do an shitification of your own. But in this case, shit means ideas, and you'll send them to us. On uh, ooh, I haven't I haven't had to do a social media read in the land of new social medias, but the first social media is the first one we had, which is Twitter. You can send us your thoughts to at zcpcwhj on twitter.com, and I believe my co-host Henry knows what that stands for. Yes, that stands for the SCP Foundation is a fictional secret organization documented by the collaborative writing wiki project of the same name. Indeed. And if you want to find us on threads, we are, I I put in ZCPCWHJ. No, that's not, that's not us on threads. No, no, no! I, I put I put that in on replicate.dev, and it gave oh. me a horrifying portrait of a woman. Oh no! <laughs> anyway, uh, on threads we are zero credits podcast. We are at not at we are zero credits. We are at zero credits podcast on threads and. If you follow us on threads, you'll also have access to our Instagram where we post our our, Nothing. our oily thirst pics. No. Uh, we'll post oily thirst pics there. That's no. a promise. We're not on Blue Sky because a furry hasn't invited us, but when the scaly revolution comes, we will join the 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 the, the charge of the, <laughs> the light brigade of People who like fucking iguanas. Uh, we are on a lot of different podcast services, including uh, Podchaser, Good Pods, whatever you're listening to this podcast on now, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. A great way for people to learn about the show is for you to leave a rating, perhaps a review on platforms that allow it. Uh, on wherever you listen to this podcast, because that's a great way for people to find out about it. But the best way for people to find out about the podcast is for you to harness the power of 10,000 graphical processing units, create an AGI, 
and then have it tell it, first of all, to make sure as many people as possible listen to zero credits. And the first thing it will do, kill everyone but one person. And then it will cut off their arms and legs, and it will force them to listen to zero credits for the rest of their lives, because then 100% of human beings will be listening to zero credits forever. Mission accomplished. That's right. Word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. So tell your friends while you have them. Tell your AGIs, but stab them, uh, and we'll thank you, except we'll be dead. Oh, wouldn't that be twisted Black Mirror style if we were the two people left alive, forced to listen to zero credits? Wouldn't that be sick? And then one of us is a werewolf. Yeah, no, of course one of us is a werewolf at the end. Okay, yeah. And from everyone here at the August 1st, 105 Degree Studios, we want to wish you... A happy week. Happy, happy August. Goodbye. Happy August to you, John. And goodbye to everyone. Goodbye. What a well-researched episode, am I right? Oh, I, I forgot to bring up how well-researched it was. Yeah, I knew the date and the temperature. That's two facts. Uh, <laughs> that is two facts. <laughs>